It's Mindset Monday, coming at you with energetic and tactical tips to help you level up your life and your week. Let's get it. Did you know we're in the midst of the Great Resignation? 4.3 million Americans left their jobs in August without seeking a new one. If you want to become a corporate dropout like me, but you need help creating an exit plan, I can help. Whether you need corporate exit coaching, business coaching, or you're seeking help to step into the best version of yourself, I'd love to connect with you. Listeners of the Corporate Dropout Podcast can book a complimentary discovery call with me. Visit alasiacitro.com slash dropout. That's A-L-E-S-S-I-A-C-I-T-R-O dot com slash dropout to book your free coaching call today. Hello, friends. Welcome back to our special series of Mindset Monday, which is Money Mindset Monday. So today is part two. If you did not yet listen to part one, make sure to go back and do that first. You'll get a lot more out of today's episode. And what we're going to be talking about today in part two is the truth about money. So we talked last time how many of us have heard things like, you know, money is the root of all evil, which when, you know, in fact, it's the love of money is the root of all evil and how rich people are greedy and how, you know, money is just bad, bad, bad. Well, today we're going to debunk all of that. So where we're going to start is with a quote from Wallace D. Waddles. Yes, that is his real name. He wrote the book, The Science of Getting Rich, well over 100 years ago. And in that book, he says, the desire for riches is simply life seeking fuller expression. So if we unpack this, think about all of what you enjoy. You perhaps enjoy going to the theater. One of mine and Jeff's favorite things to do is to see Sebastian Maniscalco live. We've seen him live four times. We wouldn't be able to do that without money, right? And we laugh until our sides hurt and it's amazing. But again, that takes funds. Um, Another thing that maybe you love and appreciate is art. But you can't go to a museum if you're broke, and you certainly can't buy artwork if you're broke. Or perhaps you love good food and wine like me. Well, you're not going to be able to enjoy filet mignon or a beautiful cabernet if you don't have two nickels to rub together. Or perhaps you're into fashion. I am too. (laughs) I'm into all of this. Come to think of it, I guess I'm seeking full expression of my life. But yeah, you can't buy beautiful clothing if you don't have money for it. Or if you like travel, that takes funds as well. And so really anything that you can think of that you really enjoy outside of your relationships and connection with other people, that is you wanting to more fully experience your life. And all of it takes money. So the desire for riches is not this evil thing, right? And then, you know, we didn't even get into the fact that maybe you're also desiring riches so that you can be wildly generous and help other people. That's a big driver for me too. I definitely feel like my life will feel very full once I'm able to give back even more than I do now. So again, like money enables you to do all of those things. When I first started down the path of learning about the law of attraction and manifestation, you know, if you've heard me on other episodes, you know that I was sort of doing this unknowingly, but my gateway drug into really learning about this was Deepak Chopra, specifically his book, Creating Affluence, which I recommend for everyone. And there's a quote in the foreword of that book that I want to read to you now. Wealth consciousness is so much more than simply having the ability to make money. 
It is a mindset that involves seeing life not as a struggle, but as a magical adventure where our needs are met with grace and ease. It includes the ability to see beauty wherever you go, to have gratitude as your primary emotion, and an open heart to all you meet. Wealth consciousness is a state of mind, a sense not of believing, but really knowing that what we need is available to us. How beautiful is that? I want to double underline gratitude as the primary emotion and also knowing that what we need is available, not just believing that it is. Here's another truth about money. Money makes you more of what you are. If you are a jerk, money will make you more of a jerk. I'm sure we've all come across a couple people like that from time to time, right? But you know, the inverse is true also. If you are a wildly generous and kind person, money will make you more generous and more kind. So look at it as an amplifier of your nature. All right, the next thing, I'm excited to jump into this part. So here's the deal, real talk. Wealth will always be in proportion to the service that you provide and the value that you add, or perhaps the level of innovation that you are creating. So let's talk about the 10 richest Americans and put that quote by Earl Nightingale to the test. So first richest American, Elon Musk, Tesla and SpaceX. He's worth $304.3 billion. Now, I don't interact with Elon's products on a day-to-day because I don't have a Tesla, but I do have solar on my home, and he helped to found Solar City, which is now part of Tesla, Tesla Energy. He also was very formative in PayPal, which many of us use all the time, and he also is innovating constantly. I personally have zero desire to ever go into space. Like, I just don't ever see me wanting to do that. Just not my thing. But he's also working on creating um, Hyperloop, which is going to be a high-speed train. So whether you like Elon or not, he definitely is creating quite a bit of value and certainly a ton of innovation. Second richest is Jeff Bezos of Amazon. He's worth $203 billion. Now, A lot of people maybe don't like Jeff too much, (laughs) but at the end of the day, let me ask you, and honestly, did you order anything from Amazon in the last week? How about the last 72 hours or 48 hours or 24 hours? How many of you would raise your hand on that question? Or have you shopped at Whole Foods recently? So Jeff is touching pretty much all of our lives almost daily because of the magnitude of the service and the value that he is providing and creating. Number three, Bill Gates with Microsoft worth $124 billion. There's a lot of politics around Bill Gates as well, but whether you like him or not, you are using technology that he created every single day, most likely. In fact, did you know that within your iPhone, there is technology that Microsoft created? So again, you create a product that's used on that wide of a scale that has changed the world to that point. Yeah, you deserve to be worth billions, I think. Number four, Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook, or now are we calling it Meta? You know, when they changed the name, I just got a sidebar real quick. When they changed the name of Facebook to Meta, you know what it reminded me of? I'm going to maybe date myself a little bit with this, but it reminded me of the movie Mean Girls 
when Gretchen's trying to make fetch happen. And do you remember, I forget her name in the movie, but she's like, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. That's what I feel about meta. It is not going to happen. Why did you rebrand Zuck? Like, no. Anyway, (laughs) the point of the story, if you have used WhatsApp, Instagram, or Facebook, well, I mean, most of us are using at least one of those platforms on a daily basis, right? Think about all the ads that enable businesses to grow their base, right? And to make more money. Like Zuck, whether you like him or not, is adding a lot of value. Number five, Warren Buffett of Berkshire Hathaway worth $96 billion. Oh, did I tell you how much Zuck was worth? $97 billion. So Warren is just a little under him at 96. Now, Warren Buffett is... You know, the Oracle of Omaha is his nickname. So he's invested in companies that all of us have used. I'm sure that there is not a person walking the earth that has not used a product or a service outside of a company that's owned by Warren Buffett. He has touched us all in some way. Some examples, American Airlines, Coca-Cola, just to name a couple. Number six, Larry Ellison of Oracle, worth $93 billion. You probably don't know what Oracle is unless you came from the tech world like I did, but he essentially pioneered cloud technology. So if you enjoy using cloud technology, you have Larry Ellison to thank for that. Deserves to be rich in my in my mind. <laughs> Number seven, Larry Page of Google worth $91.5 billion. And right behind him at number eight is Sergey Brin of Google with $89 billion net worth. I'm of the opinion, and I know I'm biased because I worked there, but I'm of the opinion that if you create a company whose name becomes a verb, i.e., why don't you Google it, you're probably helping so many people that you deserve to be pretty rich. When I worked at Google, there were nine products that they had that had over one billion users. Isn't that amazing? YouTube, Gmail, search, I'm forgetting some of the others, but they are touching and impacting so many people that yeah, it makes sense for them to be worth a lot of money. Number nine is Steve Ballmer of Microsoft. I'd never heard of this guy before, and it turns out he snuck into the top 10 because his stock went up $6 billion last year. But hey, nevertheless, we'll throw him a bone because again, Microsoft, if you're using an iPhone today or most technology products, you're using something in there that is powered by a Microsoft invention. And finally, rounding out the top 10, we got a lady in here, Alice Walton of Walmart at $61.8 billion net worth. Me... I'm a Target gal. I don't particularly like Walmart, but I will say Walmart employs over 2 million people worldwide. And in certain parts of the country, that might be the best option to save money. Sure, we can make the argument that these companies have put mom and pops out of shop, but they are um, creating a ton of jobs that provide income and benefits and all of that. And again, they're, you know, especially Walmart, like think of how many people are shopping at Walmart on a day to day. Again, you have that wide of an impact, you're bound to be wealthy. So now let's do a kind of a fun exercise. How many people do you think are employed by these 10 people? And I know we had a couple of overlaps between Microsoft and Google. But nevertheless, 4.54 million people worldwide are employed by these 10 individuals. Their net worth total is $1.228 trillion. 
So, you know, not to get political because I don't do that on that on the show. I know better than that by now to just keep my peace. But there are some philosophies that think everything should be equal. So let's just let's go down that path for a second. If we divided 1.228 trillion dollars by the 7.9 billion people on this planet, and that means we were, you know, liquidating these companies, they no longer exist. These 4.5 million people no longer have jobs. They got to find jobs somewhere else. The companies are, they're done, right? And we just divvy up all the assets evenly amongst all of us. How big of a check would each of us get? Each of us would receive $155.48. I don't know about you, but I will take the products and services all day long. Would you rather have $155.48 or would you rather have Amazon Prime? I'm picking Prime, baby, all day long and twice on Sunday. So here's the deal. You know, I didn't even touch on the charitable contributions that these individuals make because, you know, this episode would go too long. But if you think any of these people are greedy, they need to pay their fair share, you know, speaking of Elon, he and Bernie Sanders just got into a, a little Twitter feud last week. Bernie said, the rich need to pay their fair share. And Elon says, I keep forgetting you're still alive. So, you know, we hear this kind of stuff all the time. But the reality is the top 5% of earners in the United States, they actually pay 60% of the taxes. So if we focus more on the benefits of the private sector and all the good that businesses do from a standpoint of moving forward the human race by innovating, by employing people, by creating all of that economic benefit... Think of the power of the income of 4.5 million people, right? That's a lot of money that can go around to other businesses to buy goods and services. So the next time you hear someone say, you know, so-and-so billionaire should be paying their fair share, tell them what you learned on the Corporate Dropout Podcast. All right, so moving on. Here's the truth before we close it up. Money is neither good nor bad. Only you thinking it makes it so. And money is an energy exchange. It is a much better method than barter. So, you know, imagine, I, I've, I talk about my grandpa on the podcast all the time. He's a spirit guide for me. He continues to be a source of inspiration, even when he's on the other side, right? And he was a hog farmer in Iowa. So let's just pretend that grandpa, the hog farmer, really wanted to make a martini that night. So he goes to the liquor store to get a bottle of vodka, but there's no money. There's only barter. If the liquor store owner doesn't want bacon or pork chops or pork loin, he can't buy vodka, right? So money is this neutral form of exchange and it is an energy exchange, That's how I look at it. So yeah, you can do bad things with money. You can do good things with money, but we're obsessed with labeling and that's part of the problem. Then finally, when you hear negative money beliefs or when you're working on really rewiring your brain to get rid of your own, here is what you can do to dismantle the beliefs. So let's use the example that rich people are greedy. The first question you can ask yourself, is that always the case? And exactly who is greedy? Like name a name. And then how do you know for sure that that person is greedy? Are there possibly any exceptions? And 
If not, or if there are, could you choose to be a pioneer? Could you be the first exception? Or could you be another exception to this quote unquote rule? And once we've debunked this belief, if it's not true, well, what choices would exist now? So I really encourage you write out all the limiting beliefs that you have around money Because like we talked about in part one, your brain has this built-in conflict detector called the ACC, the anterior cingulate cortex. And so if you want money, you want to be wealthy, but you think it's evil, you think that rich people are greedy, you think they're selfish, you think they must have screwed someone, you think you have to work really hard, you think you're not going to be able to see your family in order to make money, well, you're not going to make it. Your ACC is going to detect that conflict and it's going to make you self-sabotage. So write out all of your limiting beliefs. What you could do too is like, I want money and I believe you have to work really hard to make it. Like expose the conflicts. And once you do that, dismantle them with logic. And what we're going to do next week, we're going to go Jerry Maguire mode, baby. Show me the money. So that's what next week is all about. It's how to step into abundance, to step into your birthright of prosperity and stop living in scarcity and lack because life is too short and that is not why we're walking the earth. We are not here to endure our life. We are here to enjoy it. And by God, am I going to do whatever I can to help you enjoy it. So with that, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I'll see you next time. What you track grows. Grow what matters with the 90-day cycle to new habits journal and stay focused on what will move your business forward. Pick up your copy today at 90dayhabits.co and use code CITRO, that's C-I-T-R-O, for 10% off. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If today's episode added value to your life in some way, please subscribe, leave a five-star review, and share it with someone who needs this. I'd love to connect with you on Instagram and hear how the show has inspired you. So tag me or slide into the DMs. Find me at Corporate Dropout Official or Alessia Citro. That's A-L-E-S-S-I-A-C-I-T-R-O and two underscores. Until next time, remember that you're a badass, stay focused, stay hungry, and dare to drop out.